Good afternoon, Morgantown, and welcome back to The Good, The Bad, and The Strange. Each week, we hope to bring you three stories, one good, one bad, and one downright strange. For News at U92, I'm Francis Egan. This week, for the good, a transphobic candidate loses an election in Texas. For the bad, Florida don't say gay bill passes Senate committee. And for the strange, an alleged bone shard from the bone of St. Valentine to be put on display in central Coventry, England. Stay tuned to hear it all right here at U92 The Moose. For the good news, down in Texas, a transphobic ex-school teacher named Shelley Luther recently lost an election for state senate. Luther made headlines in the early days of the pandemic for refusing to close her hair salon in Dallas after coronavirus restrictions. Despite being self-described as pro-life, she seemed to think that her hair salon business was more important than slowing the spread of a disease that is currently responsible for 950,000 deaths in the United States alone. But no, your hair salon is definitely important enough that you need to stay open. In fact, why don't you run for state senate while you're at it? You might argue that she needed the hair salon to be open to maintain a livable income. But if you look at her own statements, when asked, is it the government's responsibility to ensure everyone has a livable income, she responded, strongly disagree. She also believes, simultaneously, that the government should not discriminate against a person's religious belief that marriage is a union between men and women. But she also believes that the government should define marriage as a union between man and a woman. So a more accurate way to put that is that she wants the government to not discriminate against her, but she wants the government to discriminate against LGBTQ plus individuals. All of this, by the way, is coming from iVoterGuide, which gets their information from financial data, donation records, and contacting the candidate directly. If you're still not convinced that this person's loss of an election is good news, she recently spoke out during a town hall for the Fannin County Republican Party. Shelley said the following in reference to trans-identifying kids in schools. Quote, What we have done is become comfortable with what is okay in our society. I am not comfortable with the transgenders. The kids that they brought in my classroom, when they said that this kid is transgendering into a different sex, that I couldn't have kids laugh at them, end quote. Ignoring the blatant ignorance and transphobia for a second, but don't worry, we'll get back to it. What Luther is saying here, I can only assume, is that her problem with allowing children to identify as transgender is bad because she, the teacher in this scenario, could not let other kids laugh at them. I would ask you, Shelley, what situations would you allow children to laugh at each other? What can a child do that you think makes them deserve to be mocked and bullied by their peers? I'd love to know, especially considering you describe yourself as a person who stands against government overreach and fights for liberty. But you don't support the liberty of trans people to openly identify as trans? Hypocrite. Thankfully, Luther lost the election for state senate, and that is good news to me. Moving on to the bad news. Florida is moving to pass the Don't Say Gay Bill and the Stop Woke Act, restricting freedom of speech in classrooms and workplaces. The bill that was nicknamed the Don't Say Gay Bill outright bans educators from speaking or teaching about LGBTQ plus topics that are not, quote, age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students, end quote. The bill also grants parents more leeway when suing schools and districts that they think violate the bill. State Senator Dennis Baxley says he doesn't know how anyone got the idea that this bill has anti-LGBTQ plus sentiment. An amendment was proposed for the bill that would switch focus from, quote, gender, sexual orientation, and gender identity 
to human sexuality and sexual activity, end quote. This would cause the bill to further enforce Florida's already strict rules regarding sex ed, but this amendment did not receive enough votes to be added, and they wonder why we think this is a discriminatory bill. CEO and executive director of the Trevor Project, Amit Paley, spoke out against this bill. For those of you who don't know, the Trevor Project is an advocacy, education, and crisis support group for LGBTQ plus young people. Paley said, quote, Removing LGBTQ people and topics from public schools will only work to further shame a group of young people who already face disproportionate rates of discrimination, bullying, and suicide attempts, end quote. If this bill is passed and LGBTQ plus people are unable to be out in schools, use their preferred pronouns or names, these numbers will only increase, and Senator Baxley, as well as every other politician who supported this bill, will have blood on their hands. Thankfully, although the bill has passed its final state Senate committee, it still needs to be decided by the Senate floor. Until then, that's all for the bad news this week. Moving on to the strange, couples in the UK reportedly have a standing tradition to visit a church in Coventry to receive a blessing from the finger bone of St. Valentine himself. Apparently, the church has been in possession of this fragment of bone for over 180 years. The bone is even reported to have been present for the Blitz, surviving the German bombing of Britain during World War II. Now, the church has a reputation for keeping its history secret, and the story of the bone fragment is only partially corroborated. Apparently, in the 1830s, a Roman catacomb where St. Valentine was allegedly laid to rest was excavated, and the Roman Curia sent Valentine's remains to be scattered to Roman Catholic churches all across the globe. Due to incomplete records, it's unclear exactly when the church received the relic, but in the 1930s, about 100 years later, the relic was recorded with a wax seal of authenticity. Locals tend to say that they understand it may seem macabre or strange to have a marriage blessed by a severed finger, and I tend to agree. It is kind of cool, though. One visitor said, quote, To be blessed by St. Valentine himself can only be a good thing, right? End quote. Personally, I think that reads like a line from an upcoming horror movie, but, you know, you do you. As far as the strange goes, that's going to do it for us today. This has been The Good, The Bad, and The Strange, and I have been your host, Francis Egan. Stay tuned right here at U92 The Moose for more news and more great music.